Welcome to the Health, Wealth, and Wisdom Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Hagen, a nutrition coach, entrepreneur, food freedom expert, and forever a recovering disordered eater. I am here to help you own your enoughness, find your very own food freedom, and achieve your health and wellness goals in a way that gives more than it takes. Each week, I will provide you with insight and inspiration surrounding no-nonsense nutrition, mindset, motivation, body image, confidence, and other wellness wisdom. Hey squad, welcome back to episode number 78 of the Health, Wealth, and Wisdom podcast. Today's episode, so freaking good. And to be honest with you, it was a requested topic. So before I dive into the fun, nitty gritty part of today's podcast episode, I want to tell you about a conversation I had last week. Last week, we welcomed a new rock star to the Nutrition with Nicole squad, and I am so excited to be working with this wonderful woman because because I know that the one-on-one nutrition coaching process, it's going to transform her health and her body, but more than that, I am so confident that it will also completely transform her belief in herself, and here's why. On her discovery call, I asked her what she's tried before. Tell me a little bit about your dieting history. I said, what's worked, what hasn't worked, or at least hasn't kept working. And as you might suspect, her list was long. And after recounting some of that dieting history, she sighed and said, I think I've tried and failed so many times that I just don't believe it can even happen at this point. You know? Yeah. I know, I know what it's like because I hear this time and time again from the men and women that I work with. We get so defeated by our past failures that it actually paralyzes us from taking future action. And as if that wasn't enough, I was chatting with Maggie, an online friend who regularly tunes into the podcast on Instagram the other day, and she had mentioned that she would love to hear an episode addressing how to reframe one's opinion of oneself after failure, because she has a friend who's currently struggling with this very same thing. So the universe is clearly sending me a message and it's clearly a message that you need to hear too, because if you're tuning in to this podcast, chances are you've tried more than 10 things, maybe more than 20 to change your weight, your shape, your size, and or your relationship with food. And most, if not all of those things have failed leaving you more frustrated and maybe even carrying more body fat than before. Am I right? If so, today's podcast episode is for you. But before we talk about how to reframe that all too common, I am a failure mindset, I need you to know that you are not the problem. The plans you're subscribing to are the problem. They've likely been prescriptive plans and programs designed to serve masses of people. Eat this, don't eat that, exercise this way, and you will all look like this. Lies, lies, it's all lies. Because newsflash, and I hope this isn't the first time you're hearing this, even if we all ate and exercised the same way, we would still look different and carry differing amounts of body fat. 
There is no one size fits all cookie cutter program that will work for you because you're not a cookie to be molded and shaped to look like all other cookie friends. Capiche? You are unique. Your body is your own. Your lifestyle is your own. Your stress response is your own. Your DNA is your own. Your preferences are your own. And the nutrition and exercise strategies that are going to help you create success and sustain it need to be your own too. AKA, individualized to you and your body. Which is exactly what I told this most recent Nutrition with Nicole Rockstar. I said, look, I totally get it. How many times can something crack before it breaks for good, right? But I assure you, this time is gonna be so different. Because together, we're gonna discover what your body needs to look, feel, and perform your best. And you can't fail at that. You just have to be willing to trust the process, listen to what your body is telling you. And hey, I understand that it is going to take time for you to see and believe that being successful is possible after failing so many times before. But let me trust in this until you start to. So first and foremost, there is nothing, nothing wrong with you. There is everything wrong with the prescriptive plans and programs you've previously subscribed to. They're designed to work temporarily, my friends, so that you keep coming back. And you have over and over again until one day, and I pray that day comes sooner rather than later, you realize that your dieting efforts could be found under the definition of insanity in the dictionary. Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. After a while, you have to wisen up. I mean, we all can't be geniuses like Albert Einstein who said that quote, but we have to at some point realize that doing more of the same, if it's not working, is not the answer. And if what you've been doing hasn't been producing the lasting results that you're looking for, it's time to try something radically different. Maybe like individualized nutrition coaching that builds a blueprint designed for your unique body. P.S. If that's what you're looking for, you know that's what I do, right? (laughs) Stop wasting your life on the hamster diet culture wheel. Hit me up and hey, maybe you'll be the newest nutrition with Nicole Rockstar. But now that we've established that the problem isn't you, what can you do when you find yourself stuck, frustrated beyond belief, and down in the dumps because you've failed? so many times that you no longer believe that getting to your goal and creating change is possible. Number one, make sure your expectations are realistic. Because girl, if you're expecting to build a six pack in 30 days, well then the problem might be you. (laughs) Or at least your expectations anyway. Because that's not gonna happen. Sorry. But if your expectations out, Don't match the effort you're putting in. And I'm not just talking about the intensity of your effort, but also the duration of your effort. You're going to keep failing every freaking time. So number one, make sure your expectations are realistic. Number two, 
don't take it personally. Everyone fails. Seriously, everyone. I'm pretty sure there's a book called Everyone Poops. Same thing. Everybody. Everybody does it. Everyone fails. If every time someone failed, they made that mean something about their identity, no one would ever achieve anything. Not a single person. Just because you haven't found a successful way of doing something yet doesn't mean that you are a failure. Can I tell you that Oprah was demoted to an entry-level job before she became the Oprah that we all know and love? Did you know that Vera Wang failed as an Olympic ice skater before she started designing gorgeous clothes? Did you know that J.K. Rowling received 12 rejections for Harry Potter before selling the book that has now been turned into over a billion dollar empire? I could go on and on, but you get the idea, right? Persistence and normalizing failure is the difference between success and failure permanently. If you want to succeed, you can't be afraid to fail and you can't allow that failure to mean something negative about who you are as a person. Everybody fails. It's a thing, but it's not who you are. It doesn't make you any less worthy. So stop taking it personally. Step number three, start viewing failure as feedback, not as final. Look at failure analytically. Why did you fail? What might have produced a better outcome? Was that failure completely outside of your control or was there something you could have changed? After you gather those facts and after you step back and bird's eye view, look at the situation and ask yourself, hmm, what can I learn from this? Think about how you can apply that feedback moving forward as new insight. Do you know how many prototypes it took before the Wright brothers created an aircraft that could actually fly? Or how many times Thomas Edison failed before creating a light bulb that actually worked? And like, thank goodness both of those things are here today, but they wouldn't have been without failure. And I promise you, they failed more times than you've crash dieted only to be devastated by the results. I assure you, I'm not saying you should keep trying those same approaches because that's akin to beating your head against a very hard wall, right? If an aircraft didn't work, you don't make the same aircraft and try again. You don't build the same light bulb that didn't work and try. No, you change something. You get feedback from what didn't work and you re-adjust, you adjust, you reevaluate moving forward. So before resorting to that emotional reaction, I'm worthless, this sucks, I'll never get it. Sit back, pause, and ask, why? And collect feedback you can apply to refine your efforts moving forward. Step number four, resist ruminating over it. Yeah, you failed, and that does suck, but it's also part of the human condition. And if you focus, obsess, and ruminate on it, you are just more likely to create more of the same. Because you've heard me say before, what we focus on expands. Instead, focus on what you learned and how you can move forward. 
any time spent thinking about what could have or should have been. It's time that you're wasting that could be spent moving toward the change that is effective and long lasting. So you're there stuck thinking about how many times you've dieted and how many times you've ended right back up at the start. And instead of saying, okay, well, something about this isn't working, right? Like I need to create a change and moving towards that change. You're getting stuck in the suck. Instead of regretting and ruminating, celebrate the fact that now you know that keto doesn't work and Weight Watchers sucks even if you try it 10 times and cutting out your favorite food groups is always a fucking disaster. Like apply those lessons instead of getting frustrated by them. And frustration is normal, feel frustration, but still apply the lessons and you will propel yourself towards progress. But you can't propel and take positive steps forward if you're stuck in the past. Step number five, stop giving a shit about what other people think. I know that's a little crude. My mom is probably cringing if she even listens to podcast episodes anymore, but it's too true not to tell you like it is. I can't tell you how many times I've talked with and troubleshooted with clients only to realize that what they're worried about is what others will think of them. I've heard, well, I haven't told anyone I'm doing this just in case it doesn't work. And I'm afraid they'll be disappointed in my lack of progress if they know. Girl, if there is one thing you need to lose, way more than any amount of excess body fat you may be trying to get rid of, it is the expectations and the heavy, heavy opinions of others. Because they don't matter. And one day you'll look back and realize that you limited yourself in an effort to please a collective group of people who mean very little, if anything, to your life. I know that being judged and criticized feels scary, but here's the thing. Most often it's you judging and criticizing you while the rest of the world cares less. But even if you have terrible, horrible, no good friends who would judge and criticize you for trying to do something good and healthy for yourself and your life, it's your life, not theirs. Unload the expectation of others. It's not your job to meet them and take action towards what you know and feel is best for you and your body. And if you don't know what that is, look at what hasn't worked and try pivoting and doing the opposite or at least something radically different. (laughs) And step number six, challenge your limiting beliefs about what failure means to you. Because in your brain, failure means something, whether or not you're aware of it. Let's play a game. I say failure, you say, what was the first thing that popped into your brain? Probably something that's been conditioned and instilled in you for quite some time. But is it a story? Is it an association that's serving you or sabotaging you? I'm gonna be honest, for me, failure meant disappointing someone because I lived to meet the expectation of others, which I'm working on, continually working on, because it doesn't serve me and it doesn't serve anyone. Failure also meant dishonor, it meant sin, it meant unworthiness, and it meant feeling inadequate. And with that kind of association, who wouldn't run the opposite way of failure? 
And heck, anytime I would fail, I'd wallow and resign to having to start over again perfectly as if that was possible, much like you, I'm sure. Maybe you can relate, but I wanna share a research experiment with you. And in this research experiment, dieters were fed pizza and were told that they'd completely blown their diets. And those who were told that they completely blew their diets and felt like failures because of whatever association they had in their brain about what failure meant, those individuals immediately ate 50% more cookies than the individuals who weren't dieting. So in your brain, if you associate failure as being a bad thing and meaning something bad about you, you are always going to go down that fuck it shame spiral, eat 50% more cookies or whatever you have available in your household and start over all over again, which we know always lends you back in the same spot. You have to reframe. You have to redefine what failure means to you. And when you find yourself thinking that you're a hopeless cause or that there's no use trying again because you'll never be successful, reframe. It's okay if you've been conditioned and patterned to have a negative association that may or may not be your fault. And it really doesn't matter either way. What is your responsibility is to reframe and remind yourself in those moments of what is true and accurate. Maybe reciting affirmations like, I can handle failure. I can choose to learn from my failures. Failure is a sign that I'm challenging myself to do something difficult. And repeat them often to ward off the negative self-talk, but also to reinforce that you can bounce back and you can hashtag fail forward using the feedback that you collect to propel you towards future progress. And friends, if like me, you've spent a lot of time avoiding failure, reframing will take repetition and time. Find someone who can help you do this so that you're quick to pick yourself back up, dust your knees off and dive back in with a better understanding of what does and doesn't serve you. Knowing that now you're closer, closer than ever before to reaching your big powerful goal, all because you reframed and redefined what failure meant to you. And if you find yourself paralyzed by previous failures, the rock star I told you about who joined the squad last week, she was able to move past it. She was able to say, you know what, Nicole, I'm going to trust you because I truly believe that this process will get me to my goals. I'm still afraid. I still feel icky about failure, but I think with your help reframing this, I can be successful this time. If that's you, do the thing, whatever the thing may be to propel you towards your big, powerful goal. Do it. Commit to it. But if you find yourself paralyzed and unable to take action, know that it might be time to seek out some professional help. We all fail. And some of us just need a little more help reframing what that means and what that doesn't mean about who we are and what we're capable of. But please know this. Failure is a part of the process. And learning to get down and dirty with it 
is required, not optional. But once you do, once failure is no longer something that holds you back and pushes you back to start, but is something that propels you closer towards your big powerful goal, anything is possible. Truly anything. And so I want you to, I hope you wrote these down. If not, feel free to go back and listen again. I want you to practice some of these reframing steps to change what failure means to you so you can start turning failure. It's inevitable. It's the human condition into feedback, changing those stories and scripts that you have spinning around inside your brain about what failure means to you and about you. And finally, use failure as a propellant to move closer towards progress and your big, powerful goal. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Health, Wealth, and Wisdom Podcast. If you like what you heard today, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe, and then head on over to nutritioncoachingwithnicole.com where you can sign up for my weekly emails where I send out my favorite tips, tricks, advice, and support every single Monday morning to help you kick your week off right. Thanks for listening. Until next time.